Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, the weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. By small business owners. I'm Natalie MacLeese. And I'm Shadow Stevens, the center square on Hollywood Squares. This is in Hollywood Squares. Sorry, sorry, this is Alex reporting back for the podcast. Reporting back from where? Another dimension, Natalie, obviously. Natalie, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a little bit of a tough week, but... I feel like that, too. They can't all be perfect. They can't be. My my gripe is paying taxes. That's everyone's gripe. I think that's everyone's gripe. Uh, That is my gripe this week. I had a pretty hefty tax bill, but I look at that as my business is growing and that things are going well. Yeah, so well, in fact, that the government wants to help me out by taking more of my money. Yeah, they do that. Thanks, Uncle Sam. Tell me a tale, Natalie. I got no tales to tell, Alex. You got no tales to tell? I mean, I can't tell you about my secret superhero life. Well, I think that's just going to have to be one of those things that we'll say for another episode. I have my own podcast, actually, all about it. How come you haven't invited me to be a guest on it? Because you're not a superhero. I am so... No, you're not. My mom said I was a superhero. Mm -hmm. And she also said I was really cute. You're not a real superhero. She said I was hot. It's a little bit disturbing, actually. Hold on, Oedipus. Okay. You know what? Why don't we just move on? (laughs) So... Why don't we chug, chug, chug down the tracks? Okay, we're gonna gonna take this runaway train down the tracks (laughs) and drive it right off a cliff, uh, Thelma and Louise style. Hold my hand. No. Okay. She definitely didn't hold my hand there. (laughs) So we have a challenge from last week, which was to educate ourselves on some scams that commonly befall not just business owners, but anyone, any, any, any person from any walk of life. Uh, so yeah, it's basically just to educate ourselves on different scams that are, that are out there. Yeah, And how to not be taken in. And protect our small businesses and our hard-earned money. Yes, 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 yes. It's easy to be duped, especially when we're not ready. Like, we may not be fully focused on the matter at hand. If we get a phone call and we get a threatening phone call from someone who says they're from the IRS. Uh-huh. It, and here's, here's the crazy thing. And the police are on the way to your house to arrest you right now? Yeah, that, that happened to me. I don't know if you recall, Natalie. Do you recall? I do. So for those of you uh, who might remember, or for any who don't actually, but uh, there there was this really uh, large IRS tax scam, and people were getting calls from the IRS, Internal uh-huh. Revenue Service, and that's how it was showing up on phone IDs. I got one of those phone calls, yes. and I was a little scared at first. I was kind of nervous, and the person who was talking to me was very aggressive, accusing me of defrauding the government, and I'm like, wait a second, how do they know I'm defrauding the government, right? (laughs) Like I am, but I didn't tell anybody, so Uh these guys are good, like really good, because before that, I'd only talked about defrauding the government with you, Natalie. But I hadn't actually sown the seeds of oh, deception. I see. So there was no way they could know about my future deception. 
What I will say is I, I picked up pretty quickly that these guys were full of shit. And I recorded the whole phone call. Yes. So if you look at the show notes, I will link to the IRS phone call. Uh, it's fake IRS phone call. The fake IRS phone call. It's 24 minutes of your life that you can't get back. Uh, if you're looking for a specific part to listen to, start listening at the 22-minute mark where Natalie makes an appearance. She, <laughs> she's crying in the background. Really, I'm just laughing so hard I can't breathe. Yeah, uh, yeah. So just listen to the last two minutes of that call. The one thing that 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 I learned though is that it's so easy to spoof caller ID. Oh yeah. Yeah, a friend of ours named Christy Chirinos actually had in like she was dealing with some sort of scam type thing where uh, someone was calling from the state police department threatening to arrest her and what? Yeah, and but. It, and I have the image up, and this is something that I'll, I'll post as well. Yeah. But, yeah, this is not the state police department. and it, But it just goes to show that you cannot trust wow. anything on your phone. You know, you, you can spoof not only the, the actual name and details, but, like, you, you can spoof the URL, the address, and, and all of that stuff. So, and, and I think even the phone number, too. Well, may, maybe, maybe not. I'm I think say, you can do the yeah. phone number. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, so it's really easy to do. Yeah. Don't trust anything that you see on your phone. Yeah, and if things seem fishy, that's that's probably a good tip-off. There's something untoward is happening. What's happening? Someone is trying to rip you off. Hmm. <laughs> me personally? Well, if it's happening to you, yes. Well, it hasn't happened to me yet, but I do... Except the IRS. Well, you know what? And here's the other thing, too. Just today, just today, I got... If you see here, Natalie, I I have a Facebook password reset Uh code. That was from today at 148. And I definitely didn't reset it. And it, it came through to... I think it's legitimate in the sense that... It actually came from Facebook? It, it, it actually came from Facebook. So someone was trying to reset my password. Someone was trying to hack your Facebook someone, account. Someone was trying to hack my Facebook account. Now, it appears that the number that the message is coming from is legitimately from Facebook because mm-hmm. I do have other thing, uh, like other notifications. Yeah. But to reset your password here, like if you didn't reset your password or anything like that, don't click on the reset link. It doesn't mean that you're going to get hacked or anything right away. But yeah, it just means someone tried. Yeah, it, it just what I would do is just maybe consider logging into whatever account you have, maybe change your password, and one step better than that is to enable two factor authentication. If, it offers, if, it, if, yeah. it, if it offers it, and I wanna say that Facebook might have that. Seems like they yeah. should. So I'm sorry, Natalie. I totally torpedo uh, what you were your your story that I was getting scammed. That's okay. So while I was doing the challenge for this week and learning about some scams, I found a really great article from American Express actually that highlights six common small business scams. What? And in reading this article, well, number one, the directory scam that I was a victim to in the past is on here. Oh. Yes. As is phishing, overpayment, which we talked about where someone sends you too much money and then says, oh, just send it back to me. Um, But it's a bad check. 
But there is one more that I have actually had somebody try on me that I didn't even think about as being a scam. What's that? In this article, they call it the vanity scam. What happened is I got an invitation to join some kind of women business owner or women entrepreneur group. And it was quite a while ago. It was like maybe 2010 or 2011. And I looked into the group and decided it was worth joining for a year. Okay. They had a lot of events, like online events and in-person events, and it seemed like a really good network. So I thought I'd join it for a year to see. A couple months into the membership, I got a phone call from somebody who said they were from this organization saying I had been selected to win an award. Really? Yeah. Were you like, my time to shine is here? Yeah. Finally, someone recognizes me for the badass that I am and <laughs> give me an award. Exactly. I was like, it is about time. Somebody notices how awesome I am. Huh. And this woman kept me on the phone for probably 10 or 15 minutes telling me how awesome I was and how amazing I was doing with Purple Pen and how it was just the model of what a small business should be and I should be so proud and on and on and on. That sounds really nice. Doesn't it? Except then she said, so the fee for this prize is $1,500. And then I was like, wait, what? I win $1,500? She's like, no, 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 it costs $1,500. What kind of an award costs money? That's really awful. Yeah. Like, that's the worst kind of gift. That's like showing up to your family's place on Christmas. You've got a bunch of gifts, and then you're like, hey, nephew Ben, that'll be $100. Yeah, right. And, and you're, you're like, I take Cash App, PayPal. You, you just pay me now, and I'll give you your gift. Yeah. That's kind of shitty. Send me that by then, Mom. We can have your present. She's done that before, though. <laughs> So that's another scam that we didn't bring up that, uh, you know, I didn't pay these people for it, but I could totally see how somebody would feel very flattered by that and totally want to pay for it. And yeah. it was totally, I don't even know if the woman who called me was even from that organization because that organization seemed legitimate. What are some questions that we can ask in the event that someone, you know, like someone's trying to fish us or... Maybe we don't know that we're being fished, but we definitely know that we're not sure who this person is, why they're calling. It's an unexpected phone call. Like, what are some things that we can do to protect ourselves, you think? Well, I think any award you win that costs you money is suspicious. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, you know, like, I, I know that I've gotten phone calls, like, look, I've owed money uh, on some things. And yeah. You know, I did get very aggressive with a collection company who was calling to basically take money from me. Uh And part of it was I was kind of annoyed about the bill. Yeah. So I was being a little cantankerous anyway. But I said, well, how do I know that you are who you say you are? And the person was confused by the question. They're like, well... That seems like a very reasonable question. Well, yeah. And and the person said, well, this is... This is where I work, and you know, this, is, <laughs> this is the company. You can look it up. I said, well, then send me an email. And he wouldn't send me an email. He said, yeah, we can't send emails. And I said, you sure can. Just send me an email, and then we can talk. And he would not send me an email. Like he, And he wouldn't indulge this whole thing. Granted, I did pay it off. But I think but that he could have been anyone. He, he could have. He could have been anyone. Uh, and I think it's reasonable that if you do get a phone call that you're not familiar with, that you can ask these 
you know, people to verify that they work for the agency that they do. And, you know, asking them to send you like a email from the, the company domain is one possible way to, to do yeah. that. Yeah. Prove to me that you have this email address. Yes. Yeah. The who's who scam is what they have called the directory listing oh. scam. And then another one that I had actually, I know companies that I've worked for have had these come through when you have a fax line, which I know some people still have fax lines. I do. They would get these occasional faxes through that were like, ooh, deal on office supplies. Yeah, I get those. 500 boxes of staples, five cents. And they're like, ooh, just fax this back. But when you fax it back, it's like a, a 1-900 number, basically, that it costs you a ton of money on your oh, phone bill. I yeah. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So if you get any too-good-to-be-true office supply offerings through your fax machine, probably don't fax those back. That's super interesting. I had no idea about that. So I use Ring Central is kind of like a, well, I use them for my faxing service. Uh-huh. And it's convenient to have. It's a pretty low-cost service. And I've used it for, like, communicating with the state franchise tax board and also with the IRS, I've sent documents back and forth. So, yeah. you know, I've, I've done a decent amount of stuff. But, yeah, it's it's kind of nuts. I, I never really thought about that because I, I generally don't read any faxes that come to me that, that because it's just like, well, why would this? Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look through some of these and see if any of these are scammy, in fact. Yeah, so apparently the fax number is like a 900 number that charges you per minute, and then they purposely like make it go really slow so the fax takes forever to go through. That's dirty. I know. <laughs> that's so, so that's messed one. up. Be suspicious of any unsolicited fax faxes that you get. And I guess if you publish your business's fax number and it's public, it's on your website and your business cards, I guess anyone could get it. Ain't that some BS. <laughs> Sorry, I meant bullshit. Oh, you know what? One thing I wanted to say, uh, just kind of going back to the IRS phone scam, that ring was broken up just this past week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, w- within the last week or so, uh, investigators in the U.S. broke up the, the vast IRS phone scam. It's featured on New York Times. So it, it's a pretty elaborate story, actually, and operation. And the first thing I thought is, like, the, the perpetrators of this scam... Like, they could be great operations managers. So once they get out of prison, like, and you need an ops manager, these are your people. I always find it kind of frustrating when obviously talented people waste their time on scams, writing viruses instead of doing positive things. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So, yeah, I mean, there's people here in the States who were running the scam, and then there's, like, over 30 or so individuals in India who have yet to be arranged, but are, like, yeah. cited in, in this whole thing. So, Yikes. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Wow. There's some good news there. Good news. Do you, do you feel that we've effectively taken out the trash on this, uh, <laughs> on this uh, challenge? Well, that, that's not to say the challenge is bad. It's not. It's actually really important because... Well, it's a it's a dangerous world. Uh, it is. There's there's a lot of scams out there. There's a lot of these are just some of the common ones too. Yeah, there's a lot of creepier ones. I would go so far as to say, if you work with someone and 
you trade services and or you pay someone for services and they don't do them, you got a scam there too. Yeah, so that's a scam. That's a, that's a whole other ball of wax when, when it's like right in front of you, right? But And hopefully uh, you have a contract. Yeah, always do stuff under contracts. It, yep. Even if it's like a small amount, like $200, I don't care. <laughs> get it. No, get it. Get it in writing. I I have not been stiffed on a contract in a very long time. And the last time, went to court over it. So, Yeah, well, I haven't either yeah. because I know I had one that it took me like a year to get paid on, but I did finally get paid. Yeah, you see? Yep. High five. High five. Boop. Want to talk about our next... The next challenge? The next challenge. Our next challenge is important for anyone who has a website, which hopefully is all of you. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you don't have a website, what is wrong with you? Well, I don't think we need to insult the listeners. Sorry. If you don't have a website, you can get one today by signing up at squarespace.com or wix.com. Or you should just hire Natalie... Or myself. <laughs> that's uh, and, always an option. <laughs> that's always an option. We'll, we'll build you a nice, awesome, WordPress-powered website. But yeah, if you have a website, Google has started doing something a little bit different with their with their browser lately, with their recent updates. With their browser and their search engine. Ooh, the plot thickens. <laughs> so this involves both Chrome and the Google search results. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. What do you know about it? We should probably say what it is before we keep talking about it. Fine. <laughs> I'll agree to disagree. This week's challenge. This week's challenge. Make your website secure. Making your website secure. Sorry, I'm just taking the things that you say and amplify it. So it makes it sound like it was my idea. No, I don't think that's what it sounds like at all. What do you think it sounds like? It just sounds like... Whatever I'm saying is so awesome, you can't help but repeat it. That's also true. Patriarchy. Bam, 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 can you bam, just bam. follow me around all the time? And I can be your hype person. Announce everything I say. Look, whenever I follow you around to events, I always, I always say, and she does this, and she does this. I am always your biggest hype person. That's true. No, really, you just stand there and say, and when I introduce myself. Look, like twenty times. Natalie, it's because you do all this stuff. You're like, hi, I'm Natalie. I work at Purple Pen. And then I'm like, and? And I used to organize for Girl Develop It Los Angeles. And I wrote jQuery for designers. See, nobody and wants to hear I wrote that. jQuery for designers part two. People want to know that, hello, my name is Natalie MacLees. I'm a boss lady. <laughs> I'm a boss lady. I... Uh, I'm an organizer, a teacher, an author, and an all-around code mistress. Okay, then. I don't know if code mistress is necessarily, like, good. It's intended to be, like, a badass adjective. Anyway, okay. I'm going yeah. off the rails here. A little bit. Let's get back to talking about secure websites. Anyway, if you want to succinctly of introducing yourselves to people, see our episode on your elevator pitch. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> it's just like episode three or something. Yeah, that's like episode three. <laughs> Google started doing something uh, with one of their browser updates. They started marking websites as not secure. Yes, not secure. So if your website if your website is not secure, which means you don't have an SSL certificate, mm-hmm. when someone visits it, it's a, it's kind of subtle, but 
in the address bar where you see the address for your website, right in front of it, it will say not secure. And this can this can have a lot of I mean there's a lot of consequences to this. Like it doesn't like necessarily throttle well, it doesn't throttle your site, it doesn't it, it doesn't do anything to the site from in terms of like load or performance or anything like that. But, you know, depending on who's looking at your site, they may take a look at that and they're like, oh, this site's not secure. And so they may not trust your website, even if you're not selling anything, right? Like they, they're right, just... because you might still have a form for people to fill in to leave a comment or a contact form or something like that. And all of that data is in the clear, which is not good uh, because, you know, that, that's personally identifiable information. Mm-hmm. And there's laws that have been passed recently, like there's GDPR in Europe that kind of dictates how people are supposed to handle data. So, mm-hmm. like, every... If you're not in the EU, it doesn't necessarily apply to you, but... But we just had a very similar law passed here in California. In California, we had a data protection law that passed, too. And it's one of those things that we have to declare how we handle data. So it's imperative that we're protecting the data that that we possibly consume or, you know, that, that we take in through our websites. People are trusting you when they come to your website to keep what they tell you a secret and not announce it out to the world. By the way, Natalie, I have to apologize to you. I know. But what, for what this time? Natalie, I've been adding your email to certain <laughs> newsletters. There, there's a guy in the community named Pete, and I've, I've been adding your email to his newsletter, which is why you've been getting them. And over the last year or so, you're like, why do I keep getting emails from this guy? And I'm over here just like, <laughs> maybe I should tell her that I did it. But now, Alex! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so- <laughs> but not really, because I think it's funny. That's not funny. And Natalie's not smiling right now. She's really pissed. <laughs> but she's she's laughing, but it, but it comes from a place of rage. Is that laughing or crying? I, I, can't, I can't. I don't know. I have to think about how to get you back now. Well, don't throw water on my face because I have this very awesome microphone here. Can't wear that 24-7. Watch me. I know where you live. Uh, Natalie, do you forgive me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, <laughs> so, what, what are what are some other consequences of not having a secure URL? It can impact your search engine ranking. Yeah, and there. So there's there's data. You can search, find articles on this, what have you. But there there's direct correlation that when you enable HTTPS, that your your keywords, like keywords that you're trying to rank for. Uh, or that you're looking at for from a performance perspective, like mm-hmm. in terms of traffic, users will see a slight uptick if they have like a secure URL. And certainly they, they will possibly outrank other sites for the similar keyword that are not secure. Yeah, that don't have that SSL certificate. Yeah. So there there's a number of consequences there. And so, but the, the, the big thing is you want to make sure that your site is trustworthy, that it is secure, that, it, that it's transmitting data in an encrypted format. So it's not just open for anyone to steal. And there's, it, we're not trying to get too technical with the different types of certificates here. It's like, we're, we're telling you, 
just get an SSL certificate, and we'll talk a little bit about how you do that. But how many different types of certificates are there? Four. Four, and what are they? EV, OV, DV, and wildcard. Which one is the most secure? EV. And now the thing is, is like SSL certificates can can vary widely in cost from free, mm-hmm. from free fifty free to hundreds of dollars a year or thousands. Yeah, I, I bet would, Amazon pays a lot for theirs. I thought they were their own. They probably are. <laughs> I thought they were their own certificate authority. Or anyway, Something but like that, but, yeah. but still, like that's not free. You have to pay a lot of money for that. Yes, so you do. What What's important here is. You know, chances are, for most small business owners, you can get one for free. Like, you, you don't need to pay more than, you know, maybe 100 or 200 Yeah, if it's not an e-commerce website, yeah. and maybe you're just, like, having a contact form or something like that, you don't need, like, the top-of-the-line SSL right. certificate. So, I, I think for most people, if your hosting offers it, you can get by with, like, a free... SSL certificate, and a lot of these free certificates are implemented with uh, by an open source protocol called Let's Encrypt, uh-huh. right? Yep. You know, like I'm a big fan of Pantheon web hosting here, and they provide free SSL using Let's Encrypt. Uh, Natalie, who do you host with? SiteGround. They also have it. They also have free. Let's Encrypt uh-huh. for free. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's, it's not difficult to set up. And also, if you're hosting at Wix... Or Squarespace, like they should have that yeah, turned, it, turned on, on by, default. by okay. default, so you, you shouldn't have to do anything there. But you know, if you notice that your site comes up as not secure, then you know you got some stuff that you that you need to do. So a quick a quick way to tell is if you're when you're looking at your website in the address bar in the browser, it should say HTTPS colon slash slash. And not just HTTP colon slash slash. Yeah. And it should be green. In Chrome, it should be green. I don't know if it's green in all browsers. Well, I I thought in Firefox it was. I could be wrong, but yeah, Firefox, which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, Um, they've been doing a lot of work on it. So if you're looking for a new browser to use, the new Firefox is slick. Oh, it does show a little green lock. Yeah, so it does show like a little green padlock to help you easily determine if something is secure or not. Yeah. And they're not difficult to install. I mean, they can be because like some web hosting companies do not have like they they don't have an integrated installation process. The background one is so easy. You just log into your account and say, I want to use it. (laughs) You just click a box and answer a couple of quick questions and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. I still have a couple clients out there where I have to download like the the uh, the CA or like the the CSR, uh, the certificate authority, and whatever else, and then upload it as a bundle. It, it, it's a nightmare. But the good news is you can either, in most cases, you can contact support for your web hosting company. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's where I would start. Yeah. Is call your call your web hosting yeah. company see and what it, they offer. Yeah, and if they don't offer it and they won't do it for you, uh, then you know maybe look at you know outsourcing it and having a freelancer do it or something like that. Uh-huh. You could try free up. You could try free up. Uh, Nathan Hirsch there was one of our guests. Uh-huh. What up, Nathan Hirsch? <laughs> Several episodes ago. I I owe him five dollars. You owe him five dollars? Mm-hmm. Why? 
because I wanted to hire him for a job, and he totally wouldn't do it, taking silly pictures of himself wearing even sillier hats. That's a silly thing. What? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> if you have an e-commerce website, hopefully you've already got an SSL certificate. Because you should not be taking people's credit card numbers if well, you don't. Well, and the thing is, is depending on how you take those payments, too. Like That's if, true. If you're if going you, to PayPal or something. Yeah, if you're going to PayPal, uh, there's some forms of the PayPal payment process that are, like, they handle it on their own site. Uh-huh. But if you use a third-party processor like Authorize.net or Stripe, you, you can't take a payment anyway. Like... Yeah. It, it won't process it won't the it, it won't process the data on an insecure page. So you know there, so there there's other companies out there that are you know invested in the safety of you know their their users. So uh-huh. yeah, and the certificate just lets people who come to your site know that you are who you say you are. That that's been verified. That you're not some kind of scammer, and that any data that they enter on the site is going to be safe and encrypted and not just open for anyone to hijack. So the primary benefits are, one, just trust. Uh Like, just outright from people hitting your site, they see that it's green, and they're good to go. Green light, they're going to go through your site, do whatever they need to do. Uh, The other part of it is security, Uh making sure that data transmitted through your website is secure and it's not in the clear and uh, the other part is, you know, uh, search engine ranking positions uh, in things related to that. So just how websites or how search engines treat your website uh, in, in their rankings. Benefits all around for something that you could be getting for free, chances are. Fwee 50 fwee. <laughs> yep, you just need to take a little bit of time and get it set up. Yeah, so that's your challenge this week. So, make it happen. That's all I have to say about that. Why don't you tell people where they can find us online? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Natalie, because if you're looking to listen to the Do Weekly podcast, and you're like, I listen to podcasts from all over the place that have fine podcasts. Well, good person, have I got some resources and places for you. You can find the Do Weekly podcast on iTunes. And when you go to iTunes, make sure to give us a handy-dandy five-star review. Let people know what you think of us. Uh, You can get us on Stitcher Radio. You can also stream our podcast from Pocket Casts. And now you can get us from Spotify. Yay! Yay! We matter. And also Blueberry. (laughs) Uh, and also you can find us at the, uh, at doweeklypodcast.com on the web. Which is secure. Which is secure. Secure <laughs> as, oh, you know, and I already cussed earlier. Secure as fuck. Like, are we the only business podcast that it has a parental advisory? I don't know. My mom saw that. She's like, son, why, <laughs> why is there a parental advisory thing? Doesn't your mom know you? Does she know us knowing that you're very sweary? She does know that, and she reminds me of how disappointed she is in that. Uh, sorry, Mom. I love you. And, you know, but there there are parents out there who are taking their kids to school, probably right now as they're listening to this. Yeah. And I just want to let you parents know who, you, you know, you're letting your kids listen to this with all the swearing stuff. You, you parents need to go to timeout, straight up. I don't think you should tell people how to parent their children. I'm not... You parent your kids 
however you want. I'm just saying you all should put yourselves in timeout. But also, I want to change the subject oh. and say hello to whoever our new listener is in Sweden who's like downloading every episode. Oh, we we have <laughs> a we have a listener in Sweden. That's really cool. So um, who's apparently a big fan. Well, tell you what, if you're in Sweden and you want to get coffee sometime, I have a desire to go to Sweden at some point. We'll do coffee and then we'll talk business. Sounds like a plan. Don't forget, you can follow us at Do Weekly Weekly Podcast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. For Natalie, oh wait, no, for the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Shadow Stevens. No, you're not. I'm Alex Vasquez. I'm Natalie Mackley. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Sure. And we remind you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Maybe you can eat some meatballs. I will... You know what? I'll eat meatballs. Sure. I've never met an eat... Meatball... I've never met an eatball that I didn't meet.